This is the Provisions Podcast with Mel and Christy. Welcome Welcome to to the the table. table. Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Provisions Podcast. This is Melanie and I'm flying solo without Christy today. And we are so glad to have you. Today we have a guest from uh, one of my favorite countries where I also live, Lebanon. And so we have Rafi. Say hi, Rafi. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> hi, yeah. And we are actually uh, recording live. This is the first time we've done this on this podcast in the same room, not in Lebanon. <laughs> should we reveal where we are? Yes, we <laughs> yeah. should. So we are both actually in Southern California. We both happen to be in the States at the same time Woo-hoo. in the same state, Southern California, which is actually pretty amazing. And so anyways, um, I know Rafi, uh, it's been several years now. We yeah. were both in the same class at uh, the Arab Baptist Theological Seminary. Back in and Lebanon. so, yeah, back in Lebanon, back in Beirut. And so, I don't know, you want to tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing, maybe what you're also doing here in the U.S.? Yeah, so, yes, yeah. this is my first time actually in the U.S. And I was, I, I, so I'm on the side, I uh, play the Armenian wind instrument called Duduk, D-U-D-U-K. It's a folk instrument, so I applied to the Silk Road program, uh, which was in, which was initiated by Yo Yo Ma, the cellist, famous oh, uh, cellist Yo Yo Ma in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his initiative. So there's this global musicians workshop, uh, which 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 was held in August, uh, just one week. Uh, so yeah, I applied to the program. I was accepted. I went uh, to get applied for a visa, emergency visa, because like uh, they're, yeah. they're, they're so, giving us appointments like an, a year ahead. So this was in August. This is in August. So I applied. So I was accepted in in June. Applied and I got an emergency uh, visa appointment. Uh, accepted wow. five years visa. So it's your first so time in the that, states. Yes, yeah. Indeed. So I was <laughs> yeah exactly. So I was accepted in the program. That's why I came to the U.S. But then like. Yeah, uh, touring, visiting friends, staying in Rhode Island, New York, wow. going to LA, and then going to North Carolina, where I'll be, I'll, I'll be hosted by the University of uh, North Carolina. A professor wow. invited me. Yep. Well, That's a, so cool. Yeah. It's like whirlwind tour for Rafi, and I'm. I, the fun thing is that we're doing this live, so I'm sitting in the same room with this beautiful instrument. Can you tell us a little about mm-hmm. about the duduk? So it's an, it's a wind instrument, and it's a folk instrument. It's all made of wood there's nothing uh, manufactured mechanical or anything like uh, iron or stuff uh, or plastic it's all wood so it's in two pieces the 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 base uh, is uh, the body is is the is made of of the apricot tree it's the best uh, best made from the apricot tree just one octave and a few more holes uh, on the body, um, and then you have the second piece, which is the reed. It's um, relatively larger than the oboe reed or the clarinet, so it's 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 large. It's uh, it's a it's a bamboo. It's double reed. It's bamboo. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, it's uh, you know, we call it yerek in Armenian. And it grows in Armenia. I mean, these in, woods grow yeah, in Armenia. Yeah, okay. In, in, in Artsakh or Karabakh, which you have the best reeds. Uh, these are made from in Armenia. The, I mean, the masters manufacture them in Armenia. They're the best. Uh, that's why um, in 2000, if I'm not mistaken, in the 2005 or uh, years, I mean, around that uh, year time, 
when UNESCO actually uh, registered this as an intangible cultural uh, heritage. Um, yeah, so it's oh, that's now, cool. Yeah, it's very yeah. That was like, and it became very famous. Like it has the this soothing, soulful sound to it that's close to the human voice. And uh, one of the famous uh, musicians, I mean, of the Duke musicians, is uh, Jiban Kasparian, who Hans Zimmer, the famous uh, mm. uh, film uh, music creator, uh, he worked with him and Jiban. He made famous. I mean, Jiban became famous. He's like in the Gladiator in the movies. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, like the, the there's a lot because of the use of the folk this folk instrument because it kind of evokes those emotions, the past, that kind mm. of things. Yeah, That's beautiful. Cool, yeah. yeah, we're going to be able to hear it in just a little bit here. But I noticed um, uh, we've been talking a, a lot about it's This is an Armenian instrument made out of wood found in Armenia. I mean, how does that relate to Lebanon? Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So I'm Lebanese, but of Armenian heritage. My name is Rafi Chilingirian. The Yan uh, denotes that uh, Armenianness. Uh, also, Persians have it, but usually Armenians have the last name with a I A N or a Y A N ending. So I've, so that's I mean, uh, in Lebanon it's not common, but uh, it happened that I started to uh, play the instrument uh, six years ago, only six years ago. Oh wow! Yeah, I have a choir background. Uh, I come from a musical. I have a musical ear, but uh, I haven't played the, the Duke. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, it, I mean, started with a with a challenge, with a joke. But uh, I, someone challenged me to play the Duke. So I, long story short, I started playing uh, while trying to make this come out of the challenge. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. That's cool. A challenge and now quite an adventure exactly. taking you places <laughs> to pick up some instrument. I know, I know. Hear that, listeners? Also, the challenge is on you. Um, so, I mean, can you trace your family's heritage all the way back to Armenia or like... Uh, yeah, it goes uh -huh. well. The 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 background of the well, the Armenians are present in Lebanon and Syria mm -hmm. due to the uh, uh, sad story of the Armenian genocide, which happened in the, during the Ottoman uh, times mm -hmm. in the nineteen fifteen, which is commemorated every year as the commemoration or the remembrance of the Armenian genocide in April twenty four. Every yeah, mm -hmm. uh, every April twenty four. Um, so yeah, my 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 my. Grandparents actually come from uh, Cilicia region, which mm -hmm. is north of Syria, part of Turkey now. So that's where most of the Syrian Armenians, Lebanese Armenians, are from, mm -hmm. from that region. Uh, so they had okay. to escape uh, the genocide. Yeah, so wow. Some went to what is now Armenia. They're they're from the country East, of yeah, the East, now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the yeah. Um, so not every Armenian in Lebanon is connected or has the their ancestry from Armenia, the country now. Yes. They're more uh, from the northern or the eastern part of Turkey now. So uh -huh. what we when, call, yeah. Yeah, Western Armenia. When Armenia was much bigger. And yes. Yes. yes exactly. Now Armenia is reduced to the small, tiny, tiny country. Ar yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something that's really cool, I'm just going to share it for our listeners, is one of the best kept secrets, I think, in Lebanon is the Cilicia Museum. The museum that yes. has all of these artifacts that um, Armenians from the genocide brought with them. I mean, 
maybe more things from their their churches and, and things mm-hmm. like that than their own personal belongings put in this museum. Um, what do they call this uh, place in Antilias for the Armenians? Uh, Catholic, well, uh, Catholic yes, yes. Uh-huh. yes. And the Madenataran is the as uh, is the museum or the end library. As okay, well, yeah, yeah. So it's manuscripts and tapestries, and I mean all intact, but uh, chandeliers from these old churches that are. I mean, everyone's just carrying piece by piece by piece, mm-hmm. and traveling really far. Very beautiful, but hardly anybody I know in Beirut even knows that this museum exists. Um, so I've been a couple times. I've, I've just mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. I mean, stunning that. Yeah, and, and just this. to give a short history of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the Catholic visit was in Cilicia in in a, in a city called Cis, S I S. So they uh, the, the Catholic visit was given uh, a few uh, either a week or a few days to actually. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, okay. to actually go, uh, go away or, or uh, wow, leave the to place. Leave. Oh. So that's why, like, the, all the priests, uh, archbishops, and mm-hmm. bishops, like, they gathered on caravans all these uh, like wow. uh, artifacts and and, and church. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, yeah. Those, uh, that's incredible. Know. Do they know how many people? Roughly left. Uh, I mean, at least that region, or came to Lebanon, uh, or well, we know that 1.5 million Armenians were killed. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the roughly the, the numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how many numbers came. I mean, escaped. Okay. So basically, they first uh, came to Syria. I mean, they, they were pushed to the desert of Derzor, Derzor, okay. north of Syria. Uh, and some were missionaries wow. helped. I mean, the, yeah. all the missionaries were there, right? Okay. So at the time, yeah, 1915, some missionaries even even were killed. Like, uh, they stayed and they didn't escape. Like they, uh-huh. they escaped with the Armenians because there were there was a lot of mission with the Assyrians, with the with the Armenians. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. Well, can, do you mind playing a song? Um, I don't know if you want to tell us about the song or anything more about the instrument. Yeah. Or... So I'll play uh, an Armenian uh, melody. Okay. Siretsi Yarzdaran, uh, which is uh, they took. My beloved away.
that is such a treat. It's such a treat to like hear it live. I mean, we've done something like this before over Zoom. Is that like a traditional folk song, or yeah. how, where do these, where does this music come from when you play it's, the doo doo? Yeah, it's a folk song. Okay. It's a folk song. Okay. It's, it's uh, We have. A, uh, I don't know if this was picked by him. We have a, uh, a very well-known Armenian uh, priest, ethnomusicologist as well. He studied oh, cool. in Germany as okay. well. His name is Father Gomidas. He actually, uh, before the genocide, he went to all these villages. He collected uh, oh, wow. folk, uh, folk songs because he believed the the real, like the uh, the original Armenian. Uh, music was kept in the villages still because there was argument like mm. Ar- Armenians really had their own songs oh. so he was like he's an ethnomusicologist so he's like collecting all these village songs to prove that Armenians do, do have certain melodies that are very special for, for because they have the, the uh-huh. Armenians have, a, have their own language so mm-hmm. that's what is that was his theory that if you have a language you have a you have your own um, mode of music. Wow. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, is there a database of songs yes. or like, there is? Yes, okay. Actually, yes. Okay. Yeah. Nice. You can play all of them or you're yeah. making your well, way well, through they're, they're, or? They're, like, he collected, uh, they say that he collected like 3,000 uh, songs. Oh my gosh, that's folk a lot. Songs. Yeah, okay. only 1,000 have survived okay. uh, because of the genocide. His yeah. papers were lost. Uh, he's, he had a few students. One of them is Parsi Ganachan, who came to Lebanon and is well known oh, cool. uh, to be one of the very like uh, students because he had like the the five. He had the five famous students. Uh, oh, okay. So one okay. of them he came to Lebanon, wow. escaping from Turkey. Man, this is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's just like so much of your culture and history, um, your people, and all of this. And yeah, yeah that's so neat. I'm going to move on with some questions. Yeah, what's your community like? In Lebanon, I mean, I think it looks your community looks yeah. different than my community where yeah. I live oh, and yes. who I hang out yeah. with and stuff. Uh, well, let's, uh, so I so I'm part of the Armenian Lebanese community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Armenians have um, their own schools, their own churches, their mm-hmm. own institutions, their own uh, schools as mm-hmm. well, higher institutions. We have a university in Lebanon, yeah. which is the only Armenian diaspora university. In all oh, really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Hagazian? Outside okay. Armenia. Hagazian, okay. yeah, exactly. Hagazian yeah. University. So uh, I attend, I'm um, part of the Armenian Evangelical Emmanuel Church, which is next to Burj Hamoud or uh, next to, on the east east of Beirut. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm part of the that community, of the church community, but also like I I've studied in uh, the Armenian Conservatory, let's say. Mm-hmm. It's called Hamas Kain's Parseganachian Conservatory. So I'm part of that community as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah it's totally different than where mm-hmm. I hang out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool. And um, we always like to talk about food on our podcast. Can mm-hmm. you tell us some of your favorite foods? in Lebanon? Sure, I would choose like three. Okay. Uh, I love Kibbit uh, Sainiye. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to describe that in in, in, in English, but I can. Yeah, um, I mean, I know it and I love it. Yeah. Um, it's like a, it's like a baked meat pie kind of, but um, it has several layers and the top and bottom layer and I don't know if this is how mm-hmm. I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it correctly exactly. is like mixed with meat yes. and uh, bulgur, and then there's a there's a middle layer. Um, that's I think meat, meat mm-hmm. and maybe some nuts or I don't know yes. some people do, yes, some people do different nuts. yeah and you, on the side you would have yogurt yeah uh, yeah that's good cucumbers sometimes yeah yeah 
And sometimes it serves as an appetite, more, I think it's an appetizer, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it, instead of like a, a baked dish, uh, flat pan, it's made like a little footballs that are fried, mm, kind yeah, of. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, I'm the, here's the American in the room saying, yeah. it looks like a little football that's fried. <laughs> and inside is the meat stuffing and the outside is the fried uh, right. bulgur uh, yes, yeah, thing. Yes, yeah, that's right, cool. So, yeah. kibisaniya, what else? Kibisaniya, uh, there's also rizajej, uh, mm. which is basically rice and on top of it is um, a chicken and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and nuts okay uh, yeah that's yeah. that's also uh, very yeah delicious mm-hmm. food um a dish and then also mujaddara or mm-hmm. mudardara well mm-hmm. it depends uh, some call it mujaddara some call it mudardara there's mm-hmm. one that's a bit i mean dry i, I, I don't know if it's a dry the other one is has you know, more, more wet gooey, yes gooey, uh-huh. yeah. yeah so i like more the dried one which, mm-hmm. which is rice and lentils basically and the on topping uh like um, onions, mm-hmm. uh, fried onions, but on top of it are is caramelized onions, which means, oh, so yeah. good, yeah, yeah it's so good. good, yeah, it's very like yeah, and it's very healthy. Yeah, well. it's like it's a pretty simple dish. I mean, yeah. rice and lentils, lentils. or bulgur and lentils with the onions. I mean, but so amazing. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss Lebanese food while you've been gone, uh, or no? You've been trying yeah, all the food that we yeah. have here. Well, I could talk about the food here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I love the Mediterranean. Food yeah. More. Like we have lots of vegetables. Yeah. Lots of fruits, yeah. Lots of, like single hummus and all. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, Lebanese, Lebanese so all cool. these small stuff, but like it's very like because uh, I don't like the more sweety, more like uh-huh. fried stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But the Mediterranean cuisine is is quite. Like uh, I, ber- I mean, it's very rich in yes. all these. Yes, dishes. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I'm going to move on to three questions that we always ask our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so one is, what do you like the most about where you live? The diversity is I, what I like most mm-hmm. uh, because it gives richness. Uh, even though also there's this negative side, or because of the diversity, there are lots of kind of communities. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Lebanon has 18 sects, right? Uh, it's, the parliament is divided into equally between Muslims and Christians. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I like, I like, I love the diversity. It, it really brings that, the, the richness of all, all the, yeah. Lebanon is this passion of this, uh, the Western and the Eastern yeah. impact. Like the, mostly, I mean, the Christians have looked at the West, mm-hmm. Muslims have looked at the East. Yeah. They bring these two cultures together and that, that makes what makes Lebanon unique as well. Hoping that the, the I mean, they would focus on the richness and the and the cultural diversity, like bringing all those uh, new things. Yeah. With the with, with with good impact. Yeah. Rather than just you know pushing pulling stuff and yes. arguing over things. Yes. That's what I love. Uh, yeah, and just. That's yeah. really great. I lo- I love that answer. What do you find the most challenging about living in Lebanon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, what I find most challenging is, um, so we have, like, yes, we have. I mean, the government, the, the government, the, the the and the and the state is not that strong. So mm-hmm. you have, you know, the, uh, politically, it's 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 um, polarized currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the state had, needs to be stronger. Uh, the laws need to be like implemented. Mm-hmm. There's always this what's called wasta, which is like uh, people know some people. Yeah, favoritism. favoritism. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff, and it, 
there's always this struggle, constant struggle. The youth, I mean, the youth, the young people cannot. Uh, they're always trying to immigrate. Every yeah. five years, we have some struggles, some fighting, some some international issues mm -hmm. because because Lebanon is very much connected to all these Western uh, countries, but also the Eastern countries. So there's this always this struggle between yeah all yeah. the countries around. So that's that's what I. That is challenging. I, yeah, challenging to to actually live a normal life. Actually, yeah. because especially now with all the mm -hmm. currency depletion, mm -hmm. uh, it has lost its its value, mm -hmm. and, and and the banks not giving the you know the money of that people have saved. Yeah, that's, that's really that's, yeah, it's chaotic. That's My hope is that this will pass mm -hmm. uh, soon. Yes, I, I hope and I pray that. Yes, really. it's because it's been a real, real. It's been really tough. Yeah. yeah, we're resilient. I mean, Lebanese are known to be resilient. <laughs> yeah, find ways, but yeah, this has been very, very challenging. Yeah. yeah, yeah, wow. And what do you wish people knew more about Lebanon? Yeah. Um, what do I wish people knew more about Lebanon? I, I wish that people knew that it's it's a beautiful country mm -hmm. it has I mean it's a uh, I mean yes it's an Arab country uh, but it has this beautiful beautiful scenery beautiful uh, like mountain areas the green areas it's very close to the sea mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 diverse it's multicultural mm -hmm. multi-ethnic uh, yeah uh, that's I think it's 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 both modern but also uh, traditional in the, city yeah. and the villages. So you have these diversity that's uh, yeah. very beautiful. Uh, they speak uh, multiple languages. Like mm -hmm. we learn we learn Arabic, mm -hmm. of course. The Armenians learn mm -hmm. also Armenian, but mm -hmm. also English, French. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. yeah, it's the it's it's really a, a, a country where you can you can you can be a a person who can live and be in contact with all these cultures. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's so cool. I mean, <laughs> you're talking to the choir here. I mean, I, I'm quite biased <laughs> and I'm like all in agreement with what you're saying. Yeah, wow, that's so great. Rafi, I'm going to kind of diverge a little mm -hmm. bit. I didn't put this on the thing in here, but I'm just curious, like for those of our listeners who don't know what's been going on, in Lebanon the past few years with, um, I mean, many people know about the blast. I don't know if you've been traveling here and they're like, oh, Lebanon, you know, mm -hmm. but, but I mean, with the, I mean, how has it been? I mean, you are a Lebanese citizen. I mean, just um, seeing the country deteriorate and um, the dealing with the challenges with the economic crisis and stuff. I mean, I mean, I try, I, I'm here, you know, telling people about life in Lebanon, but, you know, as a, as a Lebanese, like, how can you describe it for, for people who, you know? Yeah, so what people older, old, from the older age who have, who have seen, who have witnessed the, the, the civil war and even the wars before that, uh, they've said, they're saying that we haven't witnessed anything of this sort. Even yeah. during the war, the banks were open, the banks, mm -hmm. there was money, the banks were not, were giving the, the I mean, the, the cash to the mm -hmm. people who had uh, reserves and uh, had saved them. Mm -hmm. So so what's happening, what's very difficult now, I mean, yes, the blast is there, the economy is very much damaged and deteriorating, the the, the dollar rate has, uh, has, in, has increased, has inflated to like 20 times. And yes, yes, more. yes, very volatile. Uh, yeah, uh -huh. but, 
what's more what's difficult is that people who have saved money in the banks in US dollars mm-hmm. like fifty thousand dollars seventy five thousand dollars the banks are not giving uh, the the people their money yeah. uh, they're saying they come bankrupt bankrupt but uh, there's no official like the state yeah. hasn't announced it so there's this difficulty like the banks are giving would will only give the US dollars when they like um, in Lebanese liras mm-hmm. at the rate of 8000 while the black, black mar- market today is 30000 yeah. dollars so there's this they're losing, they're losing money the value yeah of their uh, US dollars that they have so that's yeah. like a like cutting chunks of their yeah. Or, yeah so that's 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 the most difficult part people are not able to pay Mm-hmm. Uh, to buy stuff, uh, the petroleum is gas is yeah. very much, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it has high prices. Yeah. So people are going to bicycling and more accommodating yeah. their yeah. day activities. I mean, they're trying to be resilient and, and survive, but uh, I mean, people are just surviving on on just you know yeah. the basics. Yeah, and they they're really not able to like back. like go, go grow their businesses, mm-hmm. uh, create families, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the it, it, it like we're on a halt. Like, yes. Uh, the community is everyone is on on, on freeze. Yes. Freeze mode. Like, yes. And this has been going on since two thousand nineteen. Yes. Which is which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Something has to be done. We yeah. had elections, but nothing mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, yes, yeah. that's where I'm yeah. going back to. But yeah, to back to survival mode. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again. I yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Well, we'll we definitely continue to pray and ask you know our listeners to be praying for Lebanon and yeah. yeah. So before we kind of come to a close here, I just want to share for our listeners uh, be on the lookout for our upcoming episodes. We release them once a month. Christy is taking uh, the podcast on the road somewhere. I think in Europe later on this fall and. Um, yeah, so we're so glad that you could join us today and um, just listen to Rafi about um, the Duke and living in Lebanon. And uh, I mean, it would be really great if any of you listeners out there would love to come visit us in Lebanon. I mean, it's a very unique time, right? You're more than welcome to, <laughs> yeah, come yeah. our direction. Well, actually, many Americans, I mean, I know Americans mm-hmm. here are, yeah. are coming down and visiting yeah. us because it's a time where... You know, because of the inflation, the yeah. US dollars, it's uh, uh, kind of a bang for their buck. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So before we have Rafi read our blessing that we always end with each episode, um, could you play another song on the Juju sure, for us? Absolutely. Okay, sounds great. Yeah, I'll be playing a hymn, a very well-known hymn, okay. on the Armenian Juju called, and you all know, "Amazing Grace."
absolutely amazing. And it's so fun to hear a song that uh, we're familiar with in another instrument, especially that's such a special instrument like the duduk. Rafi, how can people reach out to you and find out more if they want to hear about where you're playing or what you're playing or um, yeah. are you on social media and yeah. all that kind of stuff? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have, uh, I'm, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can uh, search Rafi, R-A-F-F-I dot duduk, D-U-D-U-K dot yeah, I mean, I would show on that, uh, mm-hmm. that dot my last name, which is Chilingirian, C-H-I-L-I-N-G-I-R-A-N. Cool, yeah, and we'll, we'll put all that kind of stuff on the show notes along with some of the recipes um, of the dishes that Rafi mentioned, so you could give those a try at home. And um, yeah, Rafi, can you lead us out with this blessing, please? Sure. May the peace of Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bless you in this gathering full of wonder and communion. May you return again to this table rejoicing in his provision. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for joining us um, for another episode of Provisions. I hope you guys are having fun. It's it's been such a joy to be producing these and... uh, We will see you next time around the table. Bye for now. Bye.